the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, and our special guest, Roger Gaynor of Gaynor Financial. Um, Excuse me. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. They're still a good sponsor for us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Today's uh, trivia theme is completely random questions. All right. I can't give you any hints because you guys are just too smart. All right. Roger, you are a financial advisor in... In San Rafael. Yes, I am. And uh, since we are in December now, we got to start December, talking yeah. about year-end stuff and what is on the horizon. And predictions for next okay. year, That's 2020. Right. Well, should we fear it or should we revere it? Well, we should anticipate that there's some changes in the wind. Ooh. And, you know, given where we are in the economic cycle, we've talked a little bit about this before, uh, last time I was here, um, you know, things you, you, you want to... You want to buy insurance before the house is on fire. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I tried doing it, it afterward. It doesn't work very it well. It doesn't work very well, no. and, and it's sure, if you can find it, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So uh, it, with your investments right now, a lot of markets are getting a little long in the tooth. You know, we don't want to if, – if clients want to, or listeners want to hear more about some of the statistics that are underlying the stock market, the real estate market, the bond market – Let's just say there's a lot of very strong signals, signals that have been very, very uh, reliable over decades okay. that are suggesting that there's probably a recession on the horizon. It I mean, might besides be. just the fact of, you know, like every 10 years you get into one. Well, and so we're past due. Yeah. And, and, and actually, there, I, I've studied this. This recession cycle goes back to the 17th century. I mean, almost from the time of the pilgrims, where we've borrowed money from the world. Uh, we yeah. expand our economy. We, yeah. The world thinks the American consumer is, is a, a worthy investment. And then yeah. the world gets a little nervous yeah. that the consumer might not pay us back. And ah, then they stop lending okay. to us. And we don't have that hmm. extra money supply that has been, you know, we've had low interest rates for a really long yeah. time. Yeah. And so it's been very easy to bid up the prices of riskier assets beyond their historical true value. Okay. Okay. Intrinsic value, if you mm, will. Yes. And so the more you put air in a balloon, eventually it's going to pop. Okay. okay? And, and all this cheap money that we're in a wash in 
has been like putting air in a balloon. Okay. And eventually, it'll stop working. So we've had a very accommodated Fed that's held up stock prices, kept bond prices high, which means yields are low, and helped to inflate real estate prices in many markets in the country. Certainly around here, (laughs) (laughs) indeed, uh, people start to think it's a right for my house to go up in value every year. But if you look at some of the trends, uh, both in the commercial and the... uh, Some areas are cooling down. Very much so. Uh, You know, I don't believe, for example, Zillow is giving me an accurate estimate of my home's actual value, but you can see the trend. So yep. they, they, they have uh, um, charts, graphs of, of the value, their estimate, yeah. their Zestimate yeah, yeah, value. Exactly. Based yeah. on prices per square foot, generally. Yeah, generally. generally. So you can see what the trend is. You know, for example, my house in Mill Valley, according to Zillow, dropped $10,000 in value last month. Okay. Uh, Last year, it dropped 100000 Holy smokes. <laughs> At this in, rate, it'll be worth zero. We're in a desirable area. Yeah. It rallied a little bit in the first yeah. half of this year. But, but we're seeing that softening in a lot of places. So while markets are good, and I can tell you, a bunch of my clients are taking advantage and downsizing right now. They're selling homes, looking for less expensive places as they retire. Yeah. Uh, Mark, your experience in that uh, Pacific Private Money, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People coming to borrow money from you because they're downsizing. Because they're downsizing, and yeah. I want to get that new place yeah. and then put mine on the market. Yeah, exactly. And and we're seeing you know, longer uh, times for inventory to stay on the yeah. market. Um, and, and, and a lot of, you know, they're just little things around the edges. And if you're paying attention to the big picture and not just saying, oh, the stock market set three new records last week. Uh, you know, it's, it's setting records, but if you look beneath the surface... Fewer and fewer stocks are participating in setting all-time highs. Uh-huh. So, well, which ones? The, the ones that are paying higher dividends? Or? No, it's it's the popular names. Gotcha. It's the sexy stuff that everybody ah. piles into. Okay. So we're looking in other parts of the market for value yeah. because there's stuff that just doesn't make any sense. And you can also see that certain conservative assets now are valued at ridiculous uh, uh, multiples, for example, yeah. Procter and Gamble is trading at a multiple of seventy-five. Oh my God, seventy-five! Uh, I, 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 you mean the PE ratio? The PE seventy-five is seventy-five. It's like it's an wow. emerging yeah. growth tech stock. That's okay. That's it, crazy numbers. Well, professionals have been rolling into this for a while. Yeah. Tell you what, when we come back, we're going to ask your advice on the what, what? What shall we do? What shall we do? Okay. Uh, first commercial break trivia question is: What Australian rock band released the album "Business as Usual" in 1981? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, What Australian rock band released the album Business as Usual in 1981? I want to make a quick mention here. Roger, you will answer. You can answer when you come back. A quick mention here for, remember the drink, Go Girl, with uh, lots of energy? I had one about two hours ago, and I'm still going strong. You can get it at Safeway and other um, uh, outlets. Uh, It tastes good. Low calorie, gives you a lot of energy. Go girl. GoGirl.com. Okay. Go Girl Energy is what it's called. All right. uh, Stay with us. The best of investing. I'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hunt and Roger Gaynor. Uh, first trivia question was, what Australian rock band released the album Business as Usual in 1981? Do you remember that? Yep, Rogers. I do. Yeah. The Man Down Under. No. Well, uh, that was one of their songs. That was one of their songs. Men at Work. Men at Work. That's right. Man Down Under. And uh, one of my sandwich. That's right. I I know. Uh, You ever had one of those? I was in Australia right time. It is awful. I looked at one. Oh, it's (laughs) awful. Not Vegemite sandwich. I just had a little bit of Vegemite, and it's like nasty. An acquired taste. I I ain't acquiring nothing. Um, This holiday season, we invite you to share the magic as we enliven your heart and send your spirits high. Join us at Transcend. Broadway Holiday Spectacular at Luther Burbank, um, which I've gone to before, and uh, uh, you know, up oh, there that's right, San Rosa. You they do a us really one year. They do a really good <laughs> nice. show. That's uh, reserve, you your, <laughs> reserve your seats at broadwayholidayshow.com. dot com. All right, Roger, uh, we were talking about what what is one to do. What is one to do? Did, yes. Well, well, the first thing is is to acknowledge that even though things look pretty good right now that the possibility exists for that to change okay we have a uh, we as individuals as human beings we tend to believe whatever's happening will happen forever mm-hmm. so in 2008 the market was going to a thousand and now the market's going to 35,000 right yeah. <laughs> so well, what's uh, the law of motion you know it's something it, that tends to stay in motion, in motion that's right exactly yeah. um, and unfortunately when it comes to investments you run out of buyers at certain prices. Yeah. And and so that motion ends because there's not more people piling in to buy and bid up the price. Okay. I mean, that's that's all that's how all of this works. Yep. As long as there's more people willing to pay more, prices go up. Yep. And when we run out of those folks, prices come down. So when things are strong like they are now, this is a great time to refinance your house. We've got some wonderful yeah, interest rates. Yeah. Wonderful interest rates. Um, I think people are making a huge mistake taking shorter term mortgages right now. Because you can lock in longer You're term, locking low in, interest. You know, I can lock in low interest rates for 30 years. Okay. Uh, there's even some 40-year mortgages out there that I've yeah. been getting clients into. Really so you interesting. Don't, you don't think that interest rates are going to come down further in the next year or How two? How much farther can they come know, down? Like negative interest rates like they have in, what, Japan? Or, well, well Japan, Denmark, Denmark has them. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can borrow 800000 uh, to buy a house in Denmark and pay back seven hundred fifty. I like that. It's funny. Every year in December, we, 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 you know, we gather up all the predictions for the coming year. And for every year, for I think the last six years in a row, they predicted higher mortgage rates in the following year. In fact, yeah. last year they were saying, yeah, mortgage rates at the end of 2019 will be 5%, Five. Yeah. maybe 6 and they're three and three quarters. So there's really no guarantee. I, that, that's the hard uh, part of predicting is, uh, is are we going to go into a recession next year? What does that even mean when we're in a recession? Because if the stock market keeps going up, and you know, it, but growth itself, GDP growth goes down, I'm not sure. You know, and again, I admit I'm not an economist. I'm a little bit of a layperson at this overall. But I'm not so sure that I believe that the GDP is necessarily an accurate representation of whether or not the economy is truly growing or not. Because I, I, I've read some articles about whether, you know, that it doesn't really show increases in efficiency and technology and the price of technology and the power mm. of technology increasing, but the price mm. per, you know, 
qubit or whatever you want to call technology going down, uh, the, 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 all the new startups that we have. What's the value of the intellectual property that's being created uh, daily, especially here in, in the Bay Area? With, and, uh, and will that value maintain? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's well, I, I think, you know. It, it, it's an it's an esoteric argument, but uh, I just I, it's just interesting to note that you know we could have a recession, but real estate prices could c- continue to rise. We could have a real estate recession, but GDP could continue to go up, and we could be in you know in, in what's still considered a non-recessionary growth period. There's just a lot of uh, interesting um, facets to the economy. Um, you know, both in terms of interest rates, in terms of stock prices, in terms of real estate prices, in terms of uh, uh, unemployment rates. It's just it's very interesting. There's just a lot of head scratching going on right now, especially among those who are supposed to be able to tell us what's going to happen in the next 12 to 20 And that's months. why you should be suspicious. Yeah. OK, because yeah. there's a lot of head scratching. Usually the wind's blowing in a single direction. Yes. Right now we have crosswinds. They're blowing in all oh. kinds of different directions. Yeah. And usually that's the precursor. This is uh, you get exhausted. Markets start to run out of new buyers. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. eggs or, or no, but don't they just avocados? Like, well, like the mutual fund <laughs> managers, they'll just buy more of the same stocks, won't they? Well, they have. They have, to, they they have, have to remember yeah. that they yeah. they have to buy. They're, they they can't move to cash. Okay, yeah. and 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 when you're invested in a mutual fund. That manager has, when you read the the, the objective yeah, okay. of the fund, yeah. they have to stick to that. So, so, so if there's a run on the bank with the mutual funds, then they have to start selling things, and that could be a tidal wave. Well, especially right? in the bond market, because yeah. the bond market is illiquid if you're not talking about treasuries. Yeah. Corporate bonds, muni bonds, they don't trade very often. So when your mutual fund tells you what the share price is, it's a guess. Okay, because there's been no transaction to actually set the price. Yeah, and if there, but the mutual fund has to maintain a market. If if I call them up and I say I want to cash out, they got to give me money after the market closes. Yep. So, if you're selling into an illiquid market and there is a run on the bank, as you mentioned, you're going to see corporate bonds drop like a stone. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and and this is one of the things I'm I'm. I'm helping people with right now, people that want to avoid risk. Yeah. And, you know, I hear this from a lot of folks. Gee, I'm getting ready to retire. I'm a retirement specialist. Okay. Um, and, and, and you cannot afford to lose money yeah. in the five years before and the five years after you retire. It's period. It's just that simple. There's plenty of studies. I'm happy to share that with listeners. Yeah, before we go to a break, uh, give out your information. Um, sure. You can go to my website, www.gainerfinancial.com. And that's G A I N E R F I N A N C I A L dot com. Or you can call our office at four one five three three one nine zero three zero. And we have some things that, that, that can help you to understand the existing situations and uh how are we doing on time? Uh, we can talk about a couple of the things maybe in another sure. segment. Absolutely. That that we're having clients do right now okay. to, to accomplish what they're really trying to accomplish. Definitely want to do that. And don't then touch that dial. Don't touch that dial. Okay. <laughs> Here's our second trivia question. Who succeeded Stalin as Communist Party leader? 
Which which one of those rascals did it? Mm-hmm. Okay, call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. Be the first caller with correct answer. You can win that tanning certificate. Uh, make a mention here for Hornblower. So eat, drink, and be merry on board a yacht this holiday season with Hornblower cruises and events. Enjoy incredible views of the twinkling city lights, the Golden Gate Bridge, and more as you cruise the bay. Gather with family or friends and uh, on take a holiday dining cruise. Visit hornblower.com for reservations today. All right. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Roger Gaynor. Second trivia question was, who succeeded Stalin as Communist Party leader? Is that Khrushchev? Yeah, very good. Nikita Khrushchev. Quick, uh, Pound make, that table with your shoe. That, that's, yeah, yeah that's, oh, that's right. That's what he did, right? Yeah, that's what he did. The worst part was that it was a very smelly foot. Uh, quick quick mention here also for the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga is celebrating 100 years of Mount View memories. Uh, check them out. They I don't know if you've ever been there, but they, they have one of the nicest pools you'll ever see at www.mountviewhotel.com. So, Roger, uh, you're still giving us some advice, like if we're headed into a recession, what are we going to do okay well what, what i what we were saying at the end of the last segment is a lot of folks lightened up on on stocks that i'm talking to uh, over the last year say okay. and moved more to bonds so as i was talking about yeah. this liquidity possibility yeah. uh, in the bond market of dropping rates because we have record amounts of, of bonds corporate bonds on the market and a lot of that's going to be refinanced in the next few years um and record deficits so okay. there's going to be a lot of competition for borrowing. And okay. it could, I don't know that it will, but it could drive up interest rates over time, in which case your bond mutual funds are going to lose money. Yeah. All right. And if there's corporates, any total bond market index or, or comprehensive total return funds, if you look at what's in there, you're going to find that credit quality has been coming down yeah. in these funds. So if it doesn't say investment grade or U.S. Treasury... You should really take a look at what's in your mutual funds. We can get reports to our listeners, sure. uh, x-rays of their mutual funds. We, okay. we do that service for our clients. Um, but if you're trying to reduce that volatility by moving into bonds, there are alternatives that will help with that. Like? Well, for example, um, we're, we're investing in annuities is a, our great bond alternative because annuities will benefit from increasing interest rates. Well, special types of ones. I mean, not like a fixed annuity. No, they are fixed annuities. They're fixed? Absolutely. Fixed annuities guarantee your principal. Okay. That's what that bond investor wants. Yeah. They want a guarantee of principal. But you're locking in a fixed annuity, though. You're locking in the interest rate, too. Not always. Okay. Okay. And, so and there's, there's semi-fixed. A, we don't have yeah, enough time yeah, in this yeah. format to talk about the different types of fixed annuities. Okay. But we have fixed annuities that, frankly, are going to yield 5 to 7% right now. Okay. And and we've actually seen some higher yields in the last few years. But I I'm thought not that ex- was the difference between a fixed well, and a variable annuity. Uh, it depends on how you calculate the interest. 
So there's huh. something called okay. a fixed indexed annuity yeah. that we're receiving much higher interest rates than the 2 to 3% gotcha. you can get at the bank. or uh, Now, we can, can lock in 3% yeah. over five years. Okay. Uh, we've even seen that over three years, uh, about four months ago. But, but there's ones where you participate in the stock market, but you limit your risk. Well, right? yeah, we the guarantee the principal, yeah. but your your interest earnings are based on the movement of a market. Gotcha. Index. Sounds like don't try this at home. You better call the experts yeah, yeah, yeah. before oh, yeah. you start well, dabbling in in those uh, types of investments. Yeah, would, and the indexes imagine. we're using are multi-asset indexes because yeah. no matter how bad a recession is, something is always going up. That's true. Okay. So when the stock market dropped in 2008, there were still stocks that went up. We had an 800-point down day about three months ago. Remember Uh that on Monday? And it was down over 1,000 points and down 800. There were still 25 stocks that were up that day. Out of the S&P 500. Okay. 475 that went down and the 25 that went up, they went way up. They were in... Procter and Gamble Procter, was yeah. one of those places, oh, yeah, okay? Yeah. Because, because people were in the safety. People think it's safe, yeah. you know, and and so they bid up that price of a conservative asset mm. and made it riskier. So, yeah. so uh, That's a good you way know, of it. and there's there's markets around the world. You know, we're seeing some really good values in other parts of the world in their stock markets. You know, our stock market has really been the leading stock market for a number of years now. So there's a rotation. So I'm using uh, multi-asset, algorithm-based indexes that are constantly monitoring the market and making adjustments to the portfolio mix. Um, We're we're doing a lot of hedged stuff that, you know, we can still, if the market goes great, we're going to participate. But if things get a little choppy, you're limiting your downside. And, right? and those algorithms also, when the market starts to drop, they'll switch to cash pretty quickly. Okay. And we, we, we monitor this. Some, some of these indexes monitor daily. Some of them monitor monthly. All right. Give you out your information one more time, and then we're going to shift over to Mark. Sure. 415-331-9030 or go to www.gainerfinancial.com. That's G-A-I-N-E-R-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com. <laughs> you got to memorize that. Well, Roger, we certainly agree uh, with you that uh, investors should be looking at alternatives. Um, I, I, I'm with you, and in, in, you know, I have a little bit of trepidation with the, you know, where the stock market is. And so, if your investments largely mimic the indexes. Uh, there's more than a few people out there that are waiting for that uh, shoe to drop and for there to be a, a, you know, what could be a fairly major, you know, correction in the market. And so we're at a good point right now to be taking some profits off the table and maybe uh, do some uh, re-diversification and reallocation of your portfolio. You know, we're at Pacific Private Money. We're in the alternative investment strategy business. Uh, those that uh, invest their money uh, with us, and we use that money to make real estate secured loans in California. We've been providing them with rates uh, in our mortgage pool fund in the high sevens, which is actually for a California mortgage pool fund that doesn't use debt to uh, artificially inflate its its revenues. Yeah. Um, that's a pure distributed yield of about uh, seven and three quarters right now on, on our trailing 12. Uh, and eight, close to 8% for our, our trailing 12-month uh, comp Pounded yields, again, all secured by California real estate. In mortgage pool funds, uh, uh, trustee investments is another one that we could talk about a little bit, but yeah. uh, uh, we're running out of time for this particular segment. But uh, uh, alternative investment strategies, real estate, real estate secured debt, uh, things you should uh, 
be considering if uh, if you're yeah, going we'll, to we'll talk about that yourself. in the uh, in the next segment. Yes. All right. Uh, last trivia question here is: Which cuisine gave us kimchi and bulgogi? Which I've had bulgogi and it's phenomenal. Call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. Which cuisine gave us kimchi and bulgogi? All right, stay with us. The best of investors will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. That's eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM twelve twenty KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Roger Gaynor and Mark Hoff. Hey, I switched it up a little bit. Can't tell the players without a scorecard. Uh, third trivia question Which cuisine gave us kimchi and bulgogi? Korea. Korea. Ah, that's Korea. right, Korean. Yes, indeed. Oh, bulgogi. That's just so I know. good. We were, we were talking about uh, uh, <laughs> Korean and German foods off, uh, off the air here sauerkraut and. Some were broughten. Some were broughten. Schnitzel. Fermented foods. Yeah, yeah. Fermented <laughs> foods exactly. with those good bugs for your stomach. Yeah. That, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so Mark, um, off the air we were mentioning uh, about you know how I had seen a couple of newsletters with uh, companies that were kind of similar to yours, a little bit different, but somewhat similar. And the rates that they're paying their investors on their fund is in the sixes. And the ones that are leveraged are still under 7%. I mean, what, how, what makes so, you so much better? <laughs> well, California-based mortgage pool funds, real estate-based, uh, real estate loan-based mortgage pool funds, uh, generally in California are paying anywhere from the high fives, low sixes, to as high as, um, well, around the, around the, 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 the high sevens, low eights. Uh, and the leveraged funds uh, will tend to be... Um, uh, produce a higher yield, but not necessarily because, again, some of these what's happening in California, there's a lot of competition um, among uh, lenders. And so it's driving yields down uh, for a lot of companies that are deciding to compete on rate. So if you're, com- if you're a company out there competing on rate and you're no longer charging 9%, but now you're charging you know, something in the 8s or even the 7s, which is, uh, as a borrower, you can get hard money loans in the 7% range, which is historically unheard of for California. Um, but it's because of all the money and all the new companies that have sprung up here. And so uh, those companies that don't have the same type of deal flow that we have and they're choosing to compete on rate in order to help their uh, sales team, you know, get the loans and, and get them, uh, you know, across the closing table. Uh, those those rates are, are going down, and they're conti- the downward pressure is, is still there uh, e- even today. Uh, uh, there's just there continues to be downward pressure on rates and fees in, in the hard money lending business, particular for fix and flip loans. So, because of that, uh, most California mortgage pool fund yields uh, are are you know are trending downwards. So it's not unusual to, to see uh, prospectuses and, and historical uh, distributions in the 6% range right now on a trailing 12 basis. However, at Pacific Private Money, we don't compete on rate. We have some rather unique products, and we've got a really well-trained sales staff that we just, you know, we would rather 
turn down a loan and say no. And if, if they've got a better deal down the street, uh, we're not going to match it. We're just we're, that's not the business we're in. We're um, we we have other things that we're selling uh, when people come to us, and so we're able to maintain higher rate yield. And our, our mortgage pool fund is has a trailing twelve distribution, close to eight percent right now. Can I ask you a question? Yes, absolutely. You mentioned something, and and I think a lot of people. I think it's really important, and a lot of people really don't understand because yeah. you just touched on it briefly. Leveraged loans. Yes. Talk about what you mean by that, and and why that might be a little riskier than an unleveraged portfolio. Well, a leveraged portfolio is one where not only are they using the capital from the investors to make loans, they're also going to a financial institution, a, a bank, and getting a line of credit for somewhere around five and a half, six percent. So the cost of funds from a bank is lower than the cost of funds generally from a private investor. And so you can take that bank financing and create a little arbitrage uh, and boost the yield up. And the higher percentage of leverage that you use, the more the arbitrage begins to impact uh, the bottom line distributed yield. And so um, it's not unusual to see maybe like a 10 percent leverage amount, which... That's not going to impact. In my opinion, it's pretty conservative. Yeah, that's... Yeah, pretty that's um, um, and generally, when you're talking maybe 10%, uh, a, 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 a line of credit or bank, uh, bank leverage equal to 10%, that's usually there to help with liquidity issues, to close, and, and, yeah. uh, and to be able to redeem people. And, and the arbitrage is only going to add maybe five basis points or right. something. It's those yeah. funds that use 25%, yeah. 33%, 50% leverage. I mean, there's, there are funds, generally not mortgage pool funds, because most of the people that we know that are managing uh, you know, California uh, private originators, most of them are not doing the four-to-one you know, leverage yeah, ratios yeah, that yeah. you see in some certain hedge funds and other types of activities. Yeah. But you, you do want to make sure, you do want to find out uh, in, in any private placement that you're thinking of investing in, any kind of mortgage pool fund. Mortgage pool funds are, are by definition by definition, generally private placements. And so you'll have an offering circular, and, and that offering circular will discuss uh, how much leverage uh, the, the manager is uh, able to use. And so you just want to be careful in this market where we are, where we're likely to, to see uh, downward pressure. Maybe we, you know, others have described it as being on the crest of, uh, of real estate prices, and maybe we'll see a 5 to 10% adjustment downward in prices potentially in the next 24, 36 months. And if that's so, you want to be wary of, of, risking, uh, of investing in a fund that is um, using debt to, um, to increase its, its yield. Because essentially what happens if the bank you know, calls that well, loan. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Edward, you've been in this business even longer than I have, and you, you know what can happen when, uh, um, when you've got too much, uh, uh, too much debt risk. Yep. Essentially, the bank gets paid first. Yeah, first and always. Those covenants can just kill a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what if they can? You know, cancel and call the. Uh, that's that's exactly what they do. The line. And then something. Yeah, and, 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 so, and there there are some money. pools that the the line of credit can't be called. Unless you give them a one or two year advance, but those are very rare. Yeah, yeah. Most most <laughs> banks are not going to allow that kind of a leash. No, it depends. On, on you, you're talking about bigger institutions. But generally speaking, investing in, in in mortgage secured debt is uh, is is an alternative investment strategy that we're very we're very high on, and we think that anyone that's uh, nervous about uh, their uh, bond and or stock 
portfolio or even their real estate portfolio and are thinking of selling real estate because maybe they believe that now is probably a, a good time to, um, you know, take that capital gains hit. Um, you know, looking at real estate debt and real estate debt options is a great, uh, great feature. Yeah. And, and that's another alternative area. There are little pockets in the real estate market that yeah. aren't overvalued, yes. that are recession resistant. Uh, we look to look at things like supermarkets. Uh, you know, you can't buy your groceries online. I mean, yes, you can from Amazon and they'll deliver. But where are they going to go to get the food? Yeah. Your local Whole Foods or when Safeway delivers yeah. their warehouse is that Safeway on the corner. Yeah. Okay. But the, yeah, the products have to come from somewhere. It ha- it, and they don't yeah. come from central warehouses. Um, we, we look at, at mobile home parks are uh-huh. very recession resistant. The, the people who live there, their incomes aren't dependent on whether the stock market's good. Yeah. They're 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 what we call pensioners. And, you know, and if say, you have a recession, sometimes people have to move out of their house and into a mobile home. Well, that's it. And there's a limited yeah. supply of those. So yeah. we're, we were actually investing in those these days. Um, uh, things like student housing. Mm, I mean, the universities, yeah. you know, there's a new crop coming in every year. So anything that, that we have a nice feeder uh, uh, in a downturn. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. All right, uh, guys, we're going, we don't have a trivia question, but when we come back, uh, we're going to have some important closing comments here on The Best of Investing. So stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money and Roger Gaynor of Gaynor Financial. Now, we were talking about recessions and stuff like that, but Roger, you were made a good suggestion. You said, let's end on a high note. Well, yeah. You know, if, if, if you turn on the news and they say it's going to rain tomorrow and you leave in shorts and a T-shirt, you're going to get wet. Yep. Okay. But if you got an, if you got yeah. an um, yeah. right. And if you got an umbrella and a raincoat, you're going to be just fine. Yep. So what we're really talking about is to get that raincoat out of your closet. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy a nice day. So, so it, just take advantage of where we are. There's plenty of opportunities to make money. But let somebody else do the losing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. There's, you know, we, uh, Edward, you and I had uh, went to like our first of, of, of many, you know, Christmas Christmas luncheons. And uh, this was the uh, oh, yeah. Marin Association of Realtors. And they, they had the California Association of Realtors economist as a keynote speaker. And, you know, he was full of his charts and graphs. And uh, the net net was, you know, he was not uh, calling for a recession in 2020. Um, I'm curious to see as the month goes on and we get into that news cycle in the coming weeks where mm. the predictors are going to be coming out and they're going to be, you know, discussing, you know, what's going to happen or what they believe will happen in, in 2020. Um, he did say, though, uh, interestingly enough, that uh, and I appreciated this information that he, from a California perspective, he expected the next real estate cycle to be a soft landing cycle. Uh, like a, a, a For here, not every. Everywhere. 
Well, it, it, it for well for when you say here, uh, California, it's California it's for California, yeah, right. There are pockets that are already seeing pretty significant drops in valuations. I've yeah, had some yeah, the high other, end, yeah, other parts of the country taking losses. Well, I, I, I met with a real estate agent today who was telling me how prices were dropping on the high end in, in Tiburon, and I said, well, I don't know if they're dropping. They're just the buyers, the home sellers are just not getting it anywhere near what they want. Uh, they they list yeah. the house for too high, and, they, yeah. and they're just not getting that premium on a cost-per-square-foot basis anymore unless they've got the dead-on view of San Francisco skyline. And there's a lot, there's plenty of homes in Tiburon that don't have that yet but, but think that they're entitled to get 1500 bucks a square foot, and they're not. It's just not a, a market that's on fire anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's really cooled down. I wouldn't call it a buyer's market yet by any stretch of the imagination, but um, you know prices are stabilizing, and according to, to, to Case Shiller, home price index in the Bay Area, which measures price per square foot of actual home sales. Uh, We've had uh, two months in a row now of year-over-year depreciation of home values uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area. So that's going to continue. But again, it's not a 5% drop. It's just, you know, 1% year-over-year for the last couple of months. So again, you know, I think that these these are all you know, as you started, Roger, at the beginning, the, you know, the, the crosswinds, we're seeing them. So, mm-hmm. so prudence is in order, and, um, um, but none of us really have that crystal ball we all wish yeah. we had. This is where advisors earn their keep. Yeah, yeah. By helping you understand how to protect yourself. You know, you can extrapolate from here. If we have a turn down and you look at the deficits we have, it's a pretty good chance, no matter who's in charge, there might be a tax increase in the not too distant future. Gotcha. Well, I know uh, one of the we, things that at Pacific Private Money, what you do is, is the way you can guys can pull back is you can uh, make your underwriting even more conservative right. and mm-hmm. go from 70% LTV to 65 or 60%. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, we're not worried about demand for capital. Even in a recession, uh, the demand just shifts. It's yeah, the, uh, exactly the opportunists right. are going to come out of the woodwork, and they're going to be looking for capital, and we're going to be there to provide it for them. And you do short-term loans, so yeah. there's generally not uh, a crash overnight in real estate. It's usually a prolonged decline. Yep. It's kind of rare that it's like like the stock market drops 800 points one day. Usually, you don't have from one day to the next. The, a 5% the, drop in real estate Yeah, prices, usually, usually not. I mean, unless there's a, a, a sinkhole or something. Um, okay, gentlemen, always a pleasure. Excellent uh, show today. Really appreciate the information, Roger. And uh, we're going to cut off to our thoughts of the day. The importance of walking. I joined a health club last year, spent about 400 bucks, haven't lost a pound. Apparently, you have to go there. I didn't realize that. I thought you just spend the money and you lose the weight. And um, the other part is uh, every time I hear the dirty word exercise, I, I wash my mouth out with chocolate. I figure that. There you go. That's a, That'll work. That'll work, right? Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, 
1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.